Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text GRIT to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text GRIT to 321321. That's GRIT to 321321. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to this second hour of Radio Law Talk. I'm Todd Cunin, filling in for Fred Penny. Denise Dirk, seated to my right. Uh, let's see. I, I'm, I'm wearing my flak jacket because the number of shot looks directed my way from comments in the first hour would have, have clearly taken my life. But, you know, because I'm wearing the flak jacket, Denise, how are you? I'm good, and I am giving him shot put looks. That's right. That's shot Boom. put. I don't even think a flak jacket would go against a shot put. That's just like a, a lead ball to the head. Right? Friend of mine, friend of mine <laughs> in high school took one in the head, and uh, he has not. We call him Goofy now. And uh, I mean, he really did. He got hit and had with a shot put, and it it was very difficult on him physically. Oh yeah, he had a concussion for sure. Sixteen pound shot. Yeah. He, yeah. I, he, so yeah, he did wander around and was, had dizziness and for, almost for the rest of the year. Yeah. What was the name wow. of that movie with James Caan and the seven Rollerball? Yeah, oh, yes. that Rollerball, and it, that was about a shot put sized. You know, yikes. Okay, well, <laughs> that that little tangent there. You think this is because of cannon fire that somebody stood around and said, "Hey, how far can I throw this thing?" Yeah. Hey, Earl, um, yeah. why don't you just kind of go over there? <laughs> I got an idea. <laughs> We're going to shoot this up in the air. I'm going to give you a baseball mitt. <laughs> see, see if you can. That is redneck shot put. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, okay, sure. well, let's get back to the news yeah, and ra- the law. Radio, radio shot put call, <laughs> uh, shot put talk. So we, we covered in the first hour some interesting cases, uh, some divorce cases, sliced alone. We covered a case about um, interesting photographs uh, in a marriage and who's entitled to those uh, upon the dissolution of marriage. And there's a really interesting um, how do I put this? Ruling out of the state of Utah that that one's got to be appealed. That I mean, that ruling just came down in August. You I don't think she's going to appeal it. <sighs> I know. I almost think that, you know, uh, women's groups should get behind her and help her appeal it. I would think so. Look, there's some, there's some crazy stuff. What was the other one out of Utah that we... Uh, that we oh, that covered. was that. That was the naked mom took off her shirt, and when they were working in the garage in front of the kids. Yes. And oh, and stepmom, yeah. naked stepmom. Yeah. yeah. Because they were putting up uh, insulation, and and the best thing you can do when you put up fiberglass insulation is expose more bare skin to the insulation because nothing could go wrong there. Please get those little tiny glass shards under every part <laughs> yes, of your please. skin. Yes, please. I just I don't have enough. Uh, <laughs> yikes! That that's just. You, you ever you ever installed insulation, Denise? I have never installed insulation, but I did go to a nude beach once, and I'd never go again. Well, that escalated quickly. Insulation in nude beach is good. Well, I was thinking Uh, about, you know. I get it, but in Utah, there was beer involved. (laughs) And I'm the one that gives overly exaggerated (laughs) hand motions. There was a lot of beer involved in the lady with the naked uh, insulation That is is true. (laughs) That is true. But, you know, hey, look, sometimes drywall just needs to be hung. That's what I'm saying. So so we also did a case or no case in in the first hour. And now, Cal, can you set us up for the for the case or no case? Well, here? sure. Yeah, we might, we might even be able to get to some answers. I, yeah, I think I can squeeze this in. Let me give you the. Now it's time open to play open case or no case. Yay! Michelle was fastidious about maintaining her car. 
So she took it to a quickie loop kind of a place and got the oil and the filters changed and the fluids checked every three months or mileage, depending on when it was due. I mean, she was there when it was due Johnny on the spot. And every time they gave her back a form that said the technicians had checked all the fluids, the transmission, the windshield washer, you know, the uh, nitrogen in the tires, you name it, everything. So one day, three days after her last service, she's driving home and she hears an ominous, ominous, pardon, not ominous, ominous, (laughs) ominous clunk. And her car stopped moving forward under its own power. She coasted off the side of the highway, stepped on the throttle. The engine went like that, but no movement. So then she called the tow guy. He got there and checked the car over and said, well, you know, ma'am, sounds to me like your car does not have any transmission fluid. She said, that's impossible. I just had the car serviced, and on the seat next to her was the receipt where it said transmission fluid with a check mark by it. Notice it didn't say okay, just checked. She needed a new transmission, so she called her regular service provider to see if they had incompetent mechanics insurance to handle the removal and replacement of the transmission. And they said... uh, No, but here's the name of our insurance company. So the insurance company said no. So she called her insurance company, and they referred her to a lawyer to see if she could find a way of going after the $1,300. Yes, Todd Coonan, to see if she had a case or no case. What say you, my friend? Well, this is is interesting when it comes to automatic – I'm assuming this was an automatic transmission. Yes, it was. This is interesting when it comes to automatic transmissions because you would think that conventional wisdom – and again, don't – in addition to not quoting us in a legal – in, in, in a law forum, please Don't tell your mechanic. We said, please do not rely on us for uh, for automobile advice. But depending on the age of the vehicle, especially how old that transmission is, sometimes it is not the best idea to have the old transmission fluid flushed out with new transmission fluid put in the same way you would do with oil, because of the way automatic transmissions work. As they get old, the the gears get a little um, worn, and you kind of need the grit from the transmission fluid to make the transmission run properly. But every time I've gone, I have a very old vehicle, every time I've gone in to uh, possibly get the transmission fluid replaced, I'm, I'm told that by every place that I go, you, you might not want to do that because it could make the slippage worse. I think they fear liability in the event the transmission is bad anyway. I, I, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so so that's one. Two, because of that, there are certain things that those uh, places, I, I know that they won't necessarily top off brake fluid or fill up brake fluid necessarily, and transmission fluid, they can check it and advise you, and usually they go over and tell you, these are all the things that we have, you know, they come in and they show you the air filter, see your terrible air filter, it's, it's, a, luck, it's a wonder you all aren't dead with this air filter, because I think they get a perk <laughs> for air filters, they always come in and do that. And, um, you know, and you need to get your, your oil changed every 300 miles. It used to be 3,000, but we need more money. Every three feet. You yeah. know, and so, uh, so they do all of this stuff, but they also go over fluid levels with regard to automatic transmission. And you need to sign, I believe, consenting to the addition of automatic transmission fluid because it's a perk. It's not part of their normal fluid top-off. And my guess is that this is a case that she went to sue, but it was tossed, or, or that the, the the fluid place, the brake inspector, the, the, the shot that the, she took it to, lube, the we'll quickie lube, yeah, yeah, yeah. wins because although the box was checked, they went over it, that box was checked that they discussed automatic transmission fluid with the consumer who opted not to have it filled. So it's her fault, not theirs. Case mm-hmm. Quickie Lube wins. Good catch, Miss Miss Dirks. What do you say we have about a minute? Well, and 30 I say seconds? that Todd is just utterly wrong because he said we were going to get to all the answers this break. Oh, that's before right. The break, oh, and oh. we are not because he had a big, huge, long, convoluted teaching lesson on automatic transmission fluid, which nobody cares about. So here I'm doing her a solid, <laughs> buying her more time to think about her answer. Which she would and, normally just buy herself, and, frankly. And what if she throws me under the proverbial bus yeah. for, for throwing her a bone here because we're coming up on break and she's going to get the chance to think about this on the whole break and she probably won't do anything and then when we come back she goes, oh my gosh, I have to give an answer. <laughs> We'll just deduct a point from her. I'll just say right now, no case. No, you're going no case. I'm going no case because 
I just feel like this is made up. And and Cal out had had out his mechanics, you know, magazine over the, you know, week. That, that, well, that's those, always possible. Those are the kind of magazines Cal reads. That's right. Ooh, look at that wrench! I say. In fact, my wife gave me pictures holding snap-ons. No, it's true. Nothing beats positive traction, I'll tell you what. <laughs> snap-ons are brand of tool, Denise. That's what I know. I was thinking of the boudoir pictures. Uh, well, frankly, I was too. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Radio Law Talk. Don't go away. <laughs> All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Co-pays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-721-4869. 800-721-4869. That's 800-721-4869. Do you have an old car sitting around your house? Maybe you're even paying insurance on it. Well, if you don't need that car anymore, donate it, running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. They will even come and pick it up for free and give you a receipt for a tax donation. Breast cancer screening could save the life of someone you love. And right now, they need your help. They want to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And that's what your old car helps to pay for. So get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. Call right now at 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. That's 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. 
explaining. How did that happen? This is Radio Law Talk. Welcome back to Radio Law Talk. When we went to the break, we Denise and I had both given our answers to case or no case. This was the the woman who had taken her car to one of these quickie lube places. And she had it serviced as she always does. And after she left, within a day or so, her automatic transmission conked out. And somebody said that, or somebody looked at it, it was low or had no transmission fluid in. And she looked at her invoices. Well, I have the checkbox here saying that they checked the transmission fluid. And so she wants to know if she has a claim against the quickie lube. I said that this was a case and that she loses because quickie lube's going to show that, well, we went over it with you and you opted not to have your uh, fluid replaced or your fluid topped off. And Denise said this was no case. And right. I think that, and they also, by the way, will bring a lot of times they'll bring you the transmission fluid on a white piece of paper and show you, see how dirty your fluid is here? This needs to be changed. You've got to pay us big money. But, you know, that always is suspect when they go to, like, everybody sitting in the lobby as they see, here's your fluid is, and it's like the same sample of fluid. That always you know, throws me. Well, I think that's... I've never had that happen, and really? I've had my fluid tops a lot. Huh. So, <laughs> Todd... <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. His gosh. mind is just going down I, there. Well, right all now. I all I did was just look at my notes. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I can't even look at you right now. Okay, so, I forgot to tell you. Uh, sounds just like I my wife. To tell you, oh, go ahead. I forgot to tell you, Cal. You got two points last time. Yes. Okay. okay? Good. Because you, yeah. you stumped both of us. I lucked out. There, so yeah. let's hear what the answer is. Well, I haven't heard your answer yet. Yes, she, she did. She, said, no, she case. said no case. Okay. Well, here's the story. Well, as Todd pointed out, it is common for many competent Jiffy Lube shops to tell you they've checked their fluid. Uh, my lovely bride took her Thunderbird to our mechanic because it was having an issue, and he said, she said, I get it serviced all the time. He said, I'll bet you they tell you they check your fluids too, huh? She said, yeah. He goes, well, see this one, see this one? Not really. So it's no case. But it is an interesting scenario and something that happens very commonly. So his advice was... Learn how to check your own fluids, which my wife can do. She just never thought of it. And he said, and please don't take their word for it because they'll show you dirty samples. They'll do a lot of things to try to upsell you into services that you may or may not need. So be cautious. That was the whole point. And there was a true scenario, but no case. And see, once again, a woman knows the cars better than the guys. And in some cases, yes, that's right. <laughs> what a joke, huh? Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, okay, so Denise gets points on oh, wait, that one. Oh, wait, next hour, yes, we will take another step into the world of rock and roll and what one rock and roll group called the tongue of the stage, really just a long apron, but they called it a tongue, and they told their opening act, stay off the tongue. And they didn't. That's next hour. On case or no case. I see, uh, I see Cal Hunter has been reading the unauthorized autobiography of Gene Simmons of Kiss <laughs> again. So, uh, he said he had it licked. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> just a t tongue humor, that's all. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, the forked tongue. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Good one. This... This, this segment brought to you by the word entrapment. Yes, entrapment, where everybody knows your sense of humor, and so they say all sorts of things to try to entice you. <laughs> entrapment. I feel like I'm in a so let's talk Sesame about giving Street birth. for adults. <laughs> okay, let's talk about giving birth. Um, giving birth in a jail. Boy, yes. can, can that's you, a tough situation. Yes, yes, it is. You know the the uh, you've heard of the boy who cried wolf. This is the the, in, uh, the inmate who said that they were pregnant. Denise, what, what, what's going on? What happened in the state of Maryland? Well, um, there was a woman who was in jail, and she was in labor, and nobody believed her. And she had to slip her amniotic, allegedly, slip her amniotic, uh, what is it sack, called? The uh, sack, sack yes. under the door to show them and prove to them she was actually in labor. And so she has now filed a lawsuit, or she does intend to file a lawsuit. No, she filed it. I, and know, she filed it in federal court, correct? 
I believe oh, so. And so she must have been in prison rather than a county jail, right? Or was she in, in prison or jail? I don't know which. I don't. I didn't read that. Um, jail is what uh, what I okay. am understanding. Uh, but that she was really trying to get people's attention. She was, you know, she would punch in the walls of the cell, and then she realized that she was going to have to deliver the baby alone. And she did deliver the baby alone. And that little baby got staph infection. Well, sure, on the floor Because the on the floor mm-hmm. in jail, it just, it's horrible. Terrible. Now, yeah. now there's a couple of things in just somebody somebody asked me the other day, so how do you defend people as a criminal defense attorney? And, and I, I thought about that, you know, and it's like it's not so much that I'm defending as I am an advocate for somebody. And so I'm going to advocate for the jail here, not necessarily defending their actions, but maybe to explain why they might not have responded so quickly. First, she was in solitary confinement. She had been placed in solitary confinement because she had was using drugs, and the staff thought that she was going through withdrawal symptoms. Now, when people are in a solitary confinement and going through withdrawal symptoms, they will say almost anything to try to get a jail staff to come in, and so the number of things that you hear are are such i don't know that they knew that she was pregnant before she went in if this was a a premature birth because of drug use and and the si- situation presented itself going in and we also don't know about her was she a habitual screamer trying to draw attention to herself all of the time because there are those scenarios that happens in jail as well as well, you know and again she was in solitary confinement which means that there there could have been a reason she was there that said uh, you know, if it gets to the point that she has to slip the amniotic fluid underneath the yeah. underneath the door to prove what is going on, that, that's a that's a problem, and I think that there's probably going to be some liability there. You know? Well, we're going to find out because when we come back, there is a resolution to this case. All right, which I didn't realize, but now I know. Huh? It so, is an interesting one. That much. Is hey, if you want to think about the resolution. Call in 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-529-7234. And tell us what you think the result is. This is Radio Law Talk with Denise Kunin and uh, Todd, Denise Kunin and Todd Dirks and Fred uh, <laughs> Nickel. No, wait. Okay. Everybody, <laughs> you'll get the names right as we come back on Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 
That's 800 Mike Lindell loves the radio listeners, and now Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering you buy one, get one free extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Great stuff available right now at very special savings. Buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel sets, Roll and Go Anywhere My Pillows, and so much more. Not just for the adults, but for the kids. I love my Roll and Go pillows. They're right by my recliner. And, of course, I have the bed sheets and more that I use every day. Go to MyPillow.com slash radio specials. Use promo code USA or call 1-800-951-8175. Don't miss this incredible buy one, get one free extravaganza and get a free copy of Mike Lindell's book. MyPillow.com slash radio specials, promo code USA. Get in your truck. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. So just before we went to the bottom of the hour break, we were talking about this case out of Washington County, Maryland, where a female who was pregnant had been incarcerated. She was in solitary confinement. She went into labor. And the we, we keep referring to as jail personnel. And while technically true, there is a caveat to that. Um, it's the medical personnel in the jail. And, Denise, what what is it that's special about the the personnel the medical personnel at the jail well the medical personnel at the jail were nurses um and they staffed the if you will the hospital in the jail right yes and the nurses were the ones who made decisions about whether or not they took an inmate to the hospital now were the, were the nurses employees of the jail and county or were they part of a private company that contracts with they were part of prime Care Medical Inc., um, and so they were contracted uh, through the um, Prime Care Medical Inc. Um, by the county, and also it looks like the city. Okay. Okay. So defendants in this case was the city, um, the county uh, sheriff's department, and also Prime Care Medical, and. Th- the city already settled this case. Yes. You know, they probably had a limited exposure somewhat, but they did have some exposure. And uh, that would be meaning let's get rid of the city, both, you know, the defendant city and, and the plaintiff would say, let's just settle this. You know, your exposure is less. We'll settle it early. Save your, you know, attorney fees. Maybe they paid a cost of defense. I don't know. That settlement is not public. But the case is progressing now against the sheriff the Washington County Sheriff's Office, and also uh, against Prime Care Medical. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we bring this up because obviously the Sheriff's Department is, is going to be responsible for what Prime – they're the ones that decided to go with Prime Care Medical. But what, what we found and what's being discovered is that this isn't the only situation where Prime Care Medical and other medical providers are facing liability – for the because of the dereliction a, a, alleged dereliction of duties in providing their service to incarcerated individuals in uh, who, who receive these medical services or, or who don't receive them as the case may be um, and and there have been more than a few this is creating a, a huge level of liability for sheriff's departments and cities and, and folks that use this service, right? That's right. I, there's already been um, awards of over $13 million in six different cases since 2017 against this company. So clearly there's something broken here that they need to fix. Now, now there's a question about, well, how long was she really crying for help before the nurses went in? When the nurses went in, she had the baby in her arms. That was that's the allegation that when the nurse well, actually was one of the the correctional officers that found her with a baby in the yes. arms. Yes, and, and and the correctional officer allegedly this is all the allegations the complaint that the correctional officer who was a sheriff's deputy had told the nurses keep an eye on her she's pregnant she could be going to labor and and that was the same individual that went to check on her again and and found that 
Well, this time she's uh, she smuggled in she smuggled in contraband, a baby. Uh, but that's not all. She's in solitary confinement, but still, there uh, there were other people that could hear. And this individual had a a fellow inmate. The so the woman that gave birth. There was another inmate that could hear what was going on. That inmate from jail used her credits, whatever they have in jail, because they can make personal calls, to call the boyfriend of the woman in jail who was giving birth. And then the boyfriend called the jail to plead with them to send somebody in to check on this person who was giving birth. So while we don't necessarily have video at this time, I haven't seen anything and know how loud or how um, demonstrative the requests for help were, we know that it was enough based upon the allegations. It's alleged that it was enough for this other inmate to hear it, call a boyfriend who's out of custody. Yeah, use their one-day call. Yeah, to call <laughs> in and have the jail staff go. That Not only does that speak to the volume, if true, and, and how outlandish the cries for help were, but it also speaks to the length of time that it, this was going on and how long it took for somebody to finally go in and check. Were these the same guards that were watching Jeffrey Epstein? No, those guys were asleep. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, that's so. right. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm just wondering. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? There is a really sad note here. The child got staph infection, and it was an antibiotic-resistant staph infection. That's and that could have been avoided completely had she been in you know, a sanitary hospital. Um, and gave birth in, you know, in in some place that was at least sanitary. So city settles, county's going to fight it out. Yes. I, I wonder what basis they're going to fight it on. That will be interesting. Well, you know, you you wonder if uh, there's there's oftentimes the question between whether or not there was a wrong for which somebody is liable, and then and and sometimes that's an easier question to answer than the follow up question, which is how much is it worth? Right. And and that may be the hitch in the giddy up for settlements. The city may have looked at that and said, "Well, look, we're on the hook for this much. We're out." And and I can see why the city would do that. Oftentimes, some cities are big enough that they have their own city jail. Sometimes the municipalities are not populated to the extent that it warrants having a city jail and a county jail. So there's just a county facility for which all people who are arrested in the various cities that comprise that county are taken when they're arrested for them to serve their time, and then the cities would pay into a fund. So they're paying into a fund. They'd be liable because this facility exists that they pay into to help maintain, but they aren't the ones responsible for the day-to-day management like the sheriff's yep. department county, is, yeah. the county and the sheriff's department. So the... the level to which the so, city was liable might have been much lower. So, Todd, why is this a federal lawsuit? Oh, human prob- rights violations. My ge- I'm guessing. That's a no. good, good that, guess. That's a really good guess yes. because, look, if, if, a, if, a lawsuit, if a lawsuit is based in part or can be based in part on something that is a federal constitutional issue, well, the federal courts have jurisdiction to... to hear that. And while there might be state claims and federal claims, if the claims can be adjudicated together, then they're removed to federal court and they're heard in federal court. And there's some, yeah, some benefits to that, depending on the strength of the case, but the the number of jurors are different and uh, could be the difference between 12 jurors sitting on a case versus seven or six or whatever the federal... um, yeah, whatever, whatever the, the federal number is, number pick, is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't do civil law. I do criminal law. The uh, I, I I would be interested to know what she was arrested for and how that case panned out and whether or not she got a conviction there. <laughs> well, you said we talked about it being a, a withdrawal scenario. I mean, obviously, it was there were some drugs involved? I'm thinking out loud here. Well, you know, she probably was put in solitary confinement to protect the baby. I mean, honestly, because when you're in you know a general population, you have access to drugs. I mean, that is the reality of our jails. In, but, you in know, this, Denise and Todd, I'm wondering what her costs would be because the child, if born in custody, is then the responsibility of the county or the jail where the child is born. Is it not as far as medical expenses and so on? Well, you know, that, that's, so? an, that's, that's an, an interesting, interesting issue one. because oftentimes, like if somebody gets into an accident, 
Say somebody gets into an accident, it's a, it's a DUI with injury, they've hurt themselves, they've hurt others, but they are in the hospital. There are often times that the, in some jurisdictions that the sheriff or the jail will not arrest that person because if you place them under arrest and now they're under your, you're on the, under your umbrella, you're on the hook for their medical. Right. So leave them out of custody and wait till they get uh, released from the jail or released from the hospital and then place them under arrest. And you're not on the hook for all that medical care. That, that happens on occasion. I'm just wondering what the damages could be here other than punitive. Well, huh? It's a denial of her, her rights. It was a um, constitutional violation. So the damages are not necessarily just the injuries or that type. It, it's, it's, her, her damages are related to her To her rights. rights. Yeah, I get that. Um, and, and the not cruel and unusual punishment and, I mean, on and on and on. I can think of a, many different rights that were yeah. violated. And, and, and again, violated by a governmental entity. So I don't know necessarily know there'd be a constitutional cause of action if this was all private. But, hey, the sheriff's department, that falls under the executive branch. It's part of the government. Yes, sir. So that'll do it for uh, this segment. One more segment to go on the second hour. And then we've got a full third hour for you. Don't go away. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. As Todd told you, this is Radio Law Talk, and many people listen to Radio Law Talk on great radio stations, coast to coast, more than 100, and we thank every one of them, our great affiliates. And, of course, when that doesn't work and they flip over to a football game or whatever, you can go to radiolawtalk.com and hear this episode, the rest of it live, and pick out any of the shows that we have aired. They're all available for podcasting, and it's all free. And we're delivered via podcast during most popular services. During, over, most popular services. We'll be back. Hold on. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny Associates Injury Lawyers, one 800 616 for law. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car if you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible 
impossible to do all the research yourself, but now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188. That's 800-635-7188. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Where's Fred? I like the Amargosa Valley. This is Radio Law Talk. You know, uh, welcome back to Radio Law Talk. Todd Cunin sitting in, filling in for Fred Penny, who's on assignment. Denise Dirks, how are you? Good. We're, we're over halfway through this show. We are. Yes, we are, Cal. You, Cal, you just... What? You, uh, <laughs> what? Hello? What? Cal's like a groundhog. He's got, he's got, his forehead is sweating. Well, yes. I, I had a high school football game last night. You know, it was a late night for me. So, oh my life Well, I was so at young. Steve Miller Band concert last now night. Now you're so just showing up. I'm complaining. You're showing up. There's a difference. Yeah. So this is this is my this is my level of dedication to my work. I left work yesterday to pick up my son from school. Took him home, but he had a high school football game that he had to go to. So I take him to the high school football game. Yes. And then I know I got to pick him up from that football game. It just so happens that his high school is near where my office is. So between the hours of 6.30 and 10.30 last night, Friday night, I just went back to the office and worked. Attaboy. And did you, like, reserve topics or did you do anything for the show? No, I, I, I drafted legal briefs for arguments for my clients who are in custody. Oh. So well, yeah. That sounds fascinating. Talk? Was it fun? Well, yeah, well... I, I it did that for a little bit. I also may have watched an episode of Breaking Bad, but still, I was at the office. That's not the point. It was in the office. I was people. in the office. <laughs> I have I get credit for my fob showing up that I clocked in and clocked out of the, when I was there. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to ask you a question. If you work a salary job there, can your boss come to you and say, Todd, you're not productive enough. You're a salaried employee. I need you to put in some extra hours. Can they do that to you, or is, is that covered in your agreement where you just have to do what you have to do if if you're a if you're a salaried employee yes can the employer come to you and tell you that you need to work more hours that you're not productive enough and therefore you've got to get more done and the only way to do that is put in more time look the answer the answer that i give will be specific to my local jurisdiction because i don't know what the laws are in every state shocker of course um but as a professional employee who's on salary, I'm what's referred to as a salaried exempt employee, which means that my employer is exempt from having to pay me overtime if I work more than eight hours in a day or 40 hours in a week because of the nature of my job. They, they view that as you're being compensated for the service that you provide, not necessarily the number of hours that you spend doing it. And so, and- if the, so the employer comes to you and says that, what they're saying is essentially. Well, there's I'll, one more factor. What's that? You're at will. Well, yeah, and I'm, so at, I'm it, at will. So in our particular jurisdiction, um, he is an at will, which means you don't have to have cause to fire, um, and he doesn't have to do anything. Or maybe not being productive enough, it wouldn't be a problem yeah. for his employer to threaten unless, to fire. Unless the employer has done something to destroy the at will nature of that employment contract. 
which usually happens when people are hired with probationary periods, but that's a topic for a different day. Um, but to answer your question, when the if the employer were to come to me and say, I need you to spend more hours, what the employer is really saying is the service for which I am paying you a salary is not getting done, and I need you to get it done. So either be more efficient in how you spend the time you spend doing it or spend more time. But the bottom line is I need the finished product from you. Yeah, because I'm paying you for task-specific work. And if the task isn't getting done, figure out what it's going to take to get it completed, I guess yes. is what they're saying. In yes. Effect. Okay, yes. I didn't mean to interrupt. I thought it was. But uh, but oftentimes when I did employment and labor and, and a little civil work before I became a DA, I remember I had clients sometimes ask me um, – you know, is give me a an employment contract or something that will prevent me from being sued. I love it when they would say that, prevent me from being sued. And the response is, there's nothing that you can do to present, prevent yourself from being sued. The question is whether or not you have a defense to the suit when it comes out. And here are some examples of things that are so off the wall but you know what? It didn't prevent the entity from being sued as ridiculous as it is. They might have had a defense. But, Denise, what, what's one that's just crazy? Well, I call this uh, the Tootsie Roll case. <laughs> and this is where there was a lawsuit brought against Tootsie Rolls and their parenting company uh, because they were made with sugar and trans fats instead of being made with healthier products and thus it was alleged that Tootsie Rolls was immoral and unethical. What do you think happened in that suit? Uh, Dismissed. I, tossed. I, I don't know. I'm guessing it. That's my theory. I'm guessing it didn't end too sweet. <laughs> he wasn't on a roll, we could say. Or the sewer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got kicked. Of course it got kicked. Show me the money. Well, here's a here's another case. So, so you, so that, know, you so, know what the lawyer said in that case, right? Do, what what they say? You pay my fee. Oh, is, did the lawyer I actually say that? Yeah, your case. because uh, there are many cases like that in the world that we live in where they that phrase is rather commonly spoken. You pay my fee. I'll take your case. Are, are you serious? It's it's almost like if you really want to know. If you, let's say you go to a lawyer and you really want to know. You really want to know what the lawyer thinks about your case, right? And let's say it's a lawyer that usually takes things on contingency, but they insist on an hourly billing. Yeah. I think that tells you what the lawyer might think about the case. Here's another one. A gamble that did not pay off. So the, uh, the Golden Nugget Casino in Atlantic City guy uh, loses about a half a million dollars while gambling there. And, oh. then, and then sues... Because, and I quote, the odds were stacked against him. <laughs> hmm. Your so, Honor, I don't know how this building got built, but there's a real problem with the way the gambling system yes, works. Uh, that, that's, kind of, that, that's kind of, that's kind of, that's how gambling works. Yep. Hello. <laughs> the odds yeah. are stacked against, why they call it gambling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That, that one, um, that one did not pan out well for the plaintiff. He, yeah. Yeah, he, he, uh. He took a shot. He rolled the dice. So he to rolled speak. the dice. He rolled the dice, and it came up legal snake eyes. <laughs> Craps, <laughs> right? But, but you know, like some of these, some of the, so, there's some that get painted as kind of ridiculous stories. But th there, here's one. Here's one that was reported as a ridiculous lawsuit. But Denise, when you and I were talking about it, it was like, well, hold on a second here. Now this is somebody that sued. What was it? Folgers coffee okay and she sued because her claim was that the canisters that the coffee comes in the canisters do not hold enough coffee to make the number of servings that the coffee canister says are in so the claim there. makes 15 and only makes 12 whatever something so like that 15 right, and yeah. only makes okay. 12 okay. now okay. listen listen if they can prove Okay, I, I would imagine her lawyer before filing a lawsuit would go out and probably buy about five or different cans of this stuff, come in, measure each one to the serving size and following instructions, and then looking to see how many um, cups of coffee they can make with this. Uh, 
it just occurred to me that the, it guarantees the number of cups of coffee, but the can doesn't guarantee the strength of that coffee. <laughs> 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 oh, let's just run some more water yeah, through it again. That's the defense of it. Yeah, but but if if you can't make if you can make, I, I would think that that would gut the lawsuit. You might not want to file. But if you can't make the number of cups based upon what the serving size says inside of the can, that that could be a class action lawsuit, right? And you know what so. the damages are? A uh, cup of coffee? No. Oh. How many grains of coffee was missing? You could say, I want a million dollars for each grain that was missing. Yeah. Whoa. And, and, and what I would love to see is, is, is if the jury was that owl from the Tootsie Pop commercials. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? One, two, three. It takes three. But yeah, so the, the thing that was ridiculous about this Folgers lawsuit was, Cal, you kind of hit on this. So it makes 12 cups of coffee instead of 15, something like that. The sought-after damages in that case, they wanted $5 million in fees and damages. Is this a Kramer case for us to, or, or free coffee for a or lifetime? Or free coffee for a lifetime. <laughs> that was ludicrous, hilarious, and existential. <laughs> and you've got a case. And you have a case. Well, that does it for our second hour of Radio Law Talk. We've covered some serious, some not so serious. In the third hour, we're going to talk about Alec Baldwin. We're going to talk about uh, a police car parked in an inappropriate place near trains. And a guy who flunked a polygraph test because he was drunk and what that may have cost him. Wow. Lots of good stuff coming up on Radio Law Talk next hour. All you have to do is stay tuned. And if your radio station you're listening to tunes out of the show, you can flop over to RadioLawTalk.com and listen to the whole third hour free. We'll continue in just a little bit right here. Six minutes after is when we come back. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for the needle in the haystack four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day ZipRecruiter the smartest way to hire and right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free that's right free just go to this exclusive web address ZipRecruiter.com slash free that's ZipRecruiter.com slash free ZipRecruiter.com slash free 